can't relate or communicate with your teen? Welcome to Baffled with your hosts, Jason and Sam, who are here to help you understand your misunderstood teen. As teen educators and trainers, they understand what it is that is baffling you as a parent. Enjoy the show. All right. Well, welcome back to Baffled. We're glad you are joining us, and it is still summer. Woohoo! All right, summertime. So we're excited because today, what we're going to talk about today is summer challenges and how we can challenge our our teenager uh, to to have goals for the summer. Because again, we don't want them sitting around being unproductive and and doing nothing, but to feel accomplished by the end of the summer that they feel like, hey, I did something. I mastered something, I, I got something uh, done, uh, checked that box, whatever. So we want them to have that feeling, that sense of accomplishment. So before we get into it, we always, as always, have the quote of the day. And, it, and the quote is today is, it is important to have some summer activities for your teen so that they do not suffer from any summer brain drain. I like that, summer brain drain. So we don't want them to suffer from that. So again, like I said, we're going to talk about goals. And so, Sam, tell us about this today. What do we mean by setting summer goals? So, yeah, setting summer goals. What are summer challenges? I think that it's pretty important to give us, uh, you know, they always say we, we teach smart goals when we talk about goals in the schools and everything. So, like, what are specific goals? What are goals that are measurable, achievable, all things that are relatable to our lives and we can do in a timely manner? And so you have all that in the summertime. They have a couple months. So what I mean by summer challenges is and setting goals is ha- talk with your team at dinner one night and say, hey, what is one summer long goal and talk about it? What is something from the start of summer to the end of summer you want to see them achieve or something that they need to achieve? Uh, whether that be, you know, if they have summer work to do. I know like I went to a high school that had a medical program and all my friends in there had to memorize all these medical terms over the summer. Yeah. And so, but something that they like, or it could be outside of school. But a summer-long goal by the end of summer, I want to have this done or be like this or practice this. So give them one summer-long goal. It's a one, two, three method. So one summer-long goal, two monthly goals. So each month, whether that be May, I mean, kind of May school ends, but June, July, and however long into August, give them two goals that month. Just something that is going to be measurable, but something you still have to work towards. It's not complete summer long, but two goals each month. At the end of the month, you go like, you know what? Let's see how I did. Can I do better next month? And so it's, uh, the third one is three daily goals. So something that they're doing every day, whether that's making their bed, whether that's making sure they brush their teeth, because I know that's still a problem, or things around the house that they have to do, or some type of habit-building good thing. Maybe if they want to get good at an instrument, every day they have to play the guitar. Every day they have to practice, maybe even speaking a foreign language. But every day they have these three goals that they need to hit. So that's one summer-long goal, two monthly goals, and three daily goals. And I think that these are good challenges because we don't want that summer brain drain. And I think it's pretty good to get them active. And they get to choose what they want in a, in a sense of... They're not like, oh, I want to make sure I beat this level every day. I want to <laughs> make sure that I watch this guy's video every day or listen to it. Like, make up, they can choose the fun they want and the challenge they want. And so I think that can be really fun. So, Jason, how do you think like these positive challenges with good, realistic goals, how do you think this can affect a teen? 
Oh, very, very much so. I mean, it can it can help them to to better themselves, to to be uh, better, but also build character within them as well. Uh, so some of these goals, you know, as I'm sitting here listening to you talk, I was trying to think, what are some good goals that they can have? Um, I know for me personally, I mean, this is personal. This is not for your team, but um, obviously, you know, we all want that summer bod. You know, we want to lose some weight, and so um, you know, just staying on on a, a good, healthy program. You know, just changing the diet a little bit so that your student is not eating McDonald's every day. Um, they can have it more in moderation or like a treat or whatever. But you know, just better, better healthy eating habits. I think would be beneficial. So how would that fit in there? So would that be a long term? Yeah, it would be long term because like, okay, by the end of summer, you know, that I'm eating more salads, right? Mm -hmm. Or um, just, you know, choosing this snack over this snack, things like that. Um, you know, and then of course that can be uh, uh, just implemented every day. So that's just one thing I thought about. Is there any, anything else we could think of? Uh, like details, like actual goals they can be setting? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, I do like this. So, I mean, if you look at any military setting, it's like, uh, like it's what it takes 21 to 28 days to form a habit. Yes. And it's how good it could be. Making your bed is something that I don't personally do. Uh, well, I sleep, I sleep kind of weird. I have one pillow and I, I just use a sheet, which is like, so like, I don't really make my bed cause it's just there, but there's something, if you talk to anybody in the military, but just that like. One of the daily goals of making your bed and how that can lead to so many other things throughout the day, how that starts your day in like a productive mindset. You've got that done. And it's one of the first things they do is make their bed. Well, one of their three mm -hmm. daily goals is already done. So I think that's a very important one. And it's a lot better mentally as you walk in your room later and it's like a nice, clean, folded bed than just the madness of... You know, reminding you of your comfortability when you're in there and you're not going to be productive because you dive right back in. But I think that I, that for me, I mean, that's something I would I want to practice more. But just that the making your bed and just tidying things up properly is, I mean, the military uses it as a trick. But I think it's so important for teenagers because it's just so easy. Just put the sheets, blanket back up, put the pillows back in the right place and then start your day. So I think that's one that's very important. That's good. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, as adults, we kind of fall into that, too. We have that uh, mentality. It's like, well, what's the point? I'm going to be back in bed 12 hours later. But, no, it's it's being uh, – having that responsibility. So, yeah, that your room looks nice. And when somebody walks in, it's you know, the bed's not uh, made or and the room's all messy. Uh, which brings me to messy room. That's, that's another thing is that room can get very messy very quickly. Uh, a couple things, the clothes uh, that don't get put away, the clothes that uh, – or on the ground instead instead of being walked to the laundry room and put in the hamper, uh, that's another thing. Um, I know I know one thing, and I don't know uh, how most families do this, but sometimes our kids like to, especially my son likes to eat in his room, and we kind of allow it as long as they walk the bowls and the dishes yeah. back to the kitchen. Mm -hmm. uh, but then they have a habit of just leaving them there on the counter or in the sink, not washed. So um, if you want to allow them to eat in their room, okay, but make sure. All the dishes get put back and, and washed and put uh, either in the drain or, or back in the cabinet. So, so yeah, just keeping that room clean throughout the summer because, hey, they're there. They're not um, at school and they're not at sports. They're home for the most part. So make sure that room is clean and tidy and, and keeping up with that. That would definitely go with the three daily goals for sure. Yeah, yeah. And the good thing and the reason why we're telling to challenge them, and I think it's very important, is because – Healthy habits lead to a healthy, healthy life, right? Absolutely. And so good things. And so 
uh, school year, plenty of excuses going on, whether that's clubs they're in, the school itself, homework. But summertime, you do have more time with them. You kind of have their focus a little bit more. And so developing good soldiers, as we use a military term, but, <laughs> but like teenagers that are going to be functional adults that can get a head start on good habits instead of when they get their own place. Oh, this place is a pigsty. I need to learn how to clean. Well, you know what? They're setting goals now to where it's a lot easier that way because it's something. Like, it's like a rolling mindset. When you when you succeed in three daily goals, it's gonna help you. Like, well, if I can do these daily things, I can get my monthly things, and it continues to roll. Like, well, you know what? I'm gonna continue working on that summer long thing because I've nailed the first month. I got the second month. Let me finish strong here. And so when you give them goals that they can accomplish and things they kind of have to like fight for and pursue for it's only going to help them out in the future mm -hmm. and again they can have fun with it as well yeah another thing my son is trying to get, one of his goals this summer is to get a job a summer job and uh yeah that's that's a goal because right you know sometimes uh, yeah yeah there are jobs out there but sometimes uh you know finding a job is a full-time job and so you got to beat the streets a little bit and and look for that job so um you know of course he wants to make money he wants to you know have his own money his own spending money so so yeah he is out there looking and um, putting out uh, applications online and uh, looking for a little even odd jobs in the community as well so sometimes that just may be uh, mowing a neighbor's grass sometimes that's uh, I don't know just helping out in in, in various ways but uh, but also uh, having a real job where you're working you're getting a paycheck and and uh, you know, making that part because that that's really uh, helping them to uh, grow and and res be responsible. So that uh, if they can start now doing that when they graduate, that they're continue to work and 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 to be more productive. I remember when I was a teen, um, I used to my mom had a cleaning business. I used to help her clean, um, you know, the various places. We used to clean uh, clinics. We used to clean churches. Uh, we used to clean all different. Uh, um, you know, places, and, and my mom would just, you know, give me and my brother some money, you know, under the table. But that was helping us to be uh, well-rounded and productive uh, so that when I did get a actual job, um, I was, I knew, I, you know, I, I knew it was ready to go and I was easy to teach and, and, and know what I was doing right from the start, so. So, Jason, how would you, especially because you have teenagers and uh, how would you encourage your child when the goals aren't being met? Because there's a difference mm. between enforcing and encouraging. Yeah. So how would you encourage your child when their goals aren't being met, or they're not putting in the effort that should be there to reach these goals? They, yeah. they, I mean, because they set the goals from themselves. So it's kind of like, how do you even light that fire under them? Well, I think a couple things. Some things we've done is a, a, a goal chart. You can make like a a chart where they're it's hanging on the board or hanging on the wall. Where you know, I know it kind of sounds sounds childish, almost like that merit system when you're in kindergarten or whatever. But yeah, it does help that hey, um, having that chore, marking that off, uh, that, that's always a good way to do it. Uh, maybe even have an incentive if you want to have an allowance uh, where they can earn, you know, and they do extra, they get more allowance. That 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 could be a good um, incentive. So just something to kind of motivate them to be productive, whether um, there there's a you know a, a chart in place or um, some sort of a reward or gift or money um, to just kind of keep them on track. So that, that works, I think. Because you guys know how your te the teens click. You know what's going to motivate them. Some, they might do it for the challenge. Some, they might do it for the money. And so when if the goals aren't being met or not like you don't see the effort going in there, you know them best. 
And so obviously this is all subjective to the person, but find ways to encourage. Uh, and I mean, encouraging can be a little bit hard too. You know, uh, we, we have to learn self-control not to like be angry at them, but to kind of uplift them and kind of get it going. Cause like, Hey, these are your goals. You set these and you're failing on these. Mm-hmm. And so again, you know, I said the rolling mindset forward when you succeed, it can also be a rolling backwards mindset as well. Like when you play Wii Bowling and you let go too early, that one in the back goes, Ugh, and they spin around. Yeah. Like that can happen when, like when you give up on things that you set out to do. Mm-hmm. And so I wanna encourage you guys to continue to encouraging the teens, not in like a, not a threatening sense, but just the, an uplifting like, hey, you can do this. Like we set these goals, and I believe you can get this. Yes, because they want to. They want to hear you get they're, like they're believed in. They want to know. People can tell them, reinforcing, hey, you can do these things. It may be frustrating, like, dude, it's so easy just to pull your stinking blanket back up and put the pillow back on top of it. But you know, but these goals, they have to learn, and you know how they're gonna tick best. Maybe us straight like me, like. Coaches are always, and even employers are always just like, hey, this is wrong, do that. And I'm perfectly fine with that, but I'm, a lot of people aren't like me. So you know how this team's going to work. You know what's going to click in their head. So figure out what's best for them. What works for one of your teams may not work for another one of your teams. What works for you may not work for your own team yourself. Uh, so find out what it's going to do to encourage them in a positive way to reach those goals. Right. And when we do teach th- these values and these, uh, you know, how to be uh, responsible with goals, this is going to help them in the real world mm-hmm. so that when they do get a job or they do serve in the community in some way, that people are looking at us like, man, they're, they're dependable. This is somebody um, that does what they're told. They, they do it with excellence. And they're not a slacker. They're not lazy. They're not sitting around, you know, having to be uh, – you know, push to do something, mm-hmm. they already have that mindset that, hey, this needs to get done and um, I need to do it with excellence. So anyway, it's good stuff. Yeah. So with that, uh, the, you know, uh, if you ever have any questions, please write us at m2l.org. But again, this is Baffle. Thank you for joining us again. And again, have a great summer. See ya. Thank you for listening to Baffled, helping you understand your misunderstood team. We hope you enjoyed the show today. For more inspiration and information, check out our website at m2l.org. Feel free to ask questions, call, or email us.